Is that's me with my mother. And that's my father. He's dead. Oh, we started recording the episode without the mic being unmuted, so that's fun. That never happens. Oh, man. There we go. Okay. <laughs> God, we need to end this pod. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have... We're so... We're so close, tired. and we're just... We're, we're spent. We are spent, and it doesn't help that our next three movies are all, like, three hours of peace. Oh so, lots of alcohol and lots of energy lots drinks. Lots of not doing it Sunday night or no. Thursday evening it, after school and it, work. It'll have to be, like, oh, a uh, like a Saturday afternoon. Like, 11 yeah. o'clock, let's just start. Which is why we're doing Schindler's List. Yes. And then we're gonna have to go we'll drink have, because we'll I think no, I'll be we'll depressed. No, we'll have beer and snacks. Oh, good, good. Because I'll be depressed after that. Because I might stop at Brenner Brewery on the way home from school on Friday and oh. pick up some bacon bomb Ralph beer. Beer. I like to beer. bring it to Karen's too on Saturday. That's right. That's Saturday. Oh, maybe I'll do that because I get paid. I should just go to Brenner and pick up a growler. It's like thirteen dollars. Anyway, hi everybody. Hello. <laughs> Our you know level of professionalism is just like non-existent anymore. We talk like people listening are our friends. Yeah, because well, if you've been listening friends. for the last two and a half almost years. Yeah. No, not two and a two half. Years. Two years. Over two years. Just over two years. Two years. Uh, 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 15 months. My child. No. Hold on. Sorry. I can't 20, add. 25 not, months. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, goodbye, wait, everybody. No. Goodbye. Yeah, we're done. No. Okay. So, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this episode, which is episode 99. It's going to be over here if you Episode 99 of the Top Shelf AFI podcast. We are watching movie number nine. We're in single digits. We are in the single digits. Single digits, it's number nine. So exciting. This is Vertigo from 1958. Rated PG. Two hours and eight minutes. A mystery romance thriller. 8.4 out of 10. No meta score. A retired San Francisco detective suffering from arcophobia. I got it right this time. Not arachnophobia. Not arachnophobia. <laughs> arcophobia. Investigates a strain, the strange activities of an old friend's wife, all while becoming dangerously obsessed with her. Directed by Alfred Hitchcock, written by Alec Copel, Samuel A. Taylor, and then the novel was written by Pieter, Pierre Below, Boilo, Thomas Narcsajek, and Maxwell Anderson, who's a contributing writer, starring Jimmy Stewart. Kim Novak, and that's all you really need to know, because everyone else is more or less just... Well, I mean, Barbara Belgettis is in there, too, for quite a substantial amount of time, but other than that, that's all you need to worry about. Can we discuss really... And by the way, do yeah. you realize she just, like, visits him at the hospital, and then we never see you her never again? never see her again. That's right. I, I was just that's thinking about fun. that, because I'm like, I, I thought the last scene you saw her in was when he leaves the leaves her uh, her studio after she paints the painting, but no, that's yeah. right, she shows no, up she at the hospital. No, she visits him in the hospital, like, that's right. I'll always be here. And then, ironically, she's not, not ever there, there anymore. in the movie. Okay. <laughs> so. The irony. Can we quickly mention the, uh, the alternate titles this movie has? Like, oh, go for it. Yeah, no, that, go for it. Like, maybe I, before. Like, this is just something. Ugh, we've never sorry. done this before. Stri- closer to the microphone. Um, but, like, this is something I just noticed. Uh, this movie must have had alternate uh, titles before they agreed on Vertigo. Okay. Which were Darkling I Listen. Yes, I knew that one. Fear and Trembling. Okay, that's a terrible name. From Among the Dead. 
and illicit darkening. I like Vertigo. I like Vertigo, too. I mean, I guess you could argue that the name Vertigo doesn't really apply. Well, I guess it does because it does tie in with the whole mystery because I was thinking, like, well, you only really, they really the only deal with it for, MacGuffin. like... The Vertigo The Vertigo has nothing to do with anything. My phone is on actual sound, sorry. I think it's far enough away. I don't think they picked it up. I, I was going to say, I didn't hear anything. Okay. I, was, uh, I should probably mute mine. But no, like, so I, I guess... My phone's, like, in my coat pocket on the floor <laughs> over there or something. Behind a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's fine. But, like, I was thinking, like, oh, well, because, like, the whole Vertigo thing only happens, like, for a little bit in the movie in uh, a couple of different spots. Is but it a MacGuffin? It, well, it would work as the MacGuffin to, to, to throw you off because then it's... But, I mean, I guess, again... You, like I said, you could argue that no. I mean, because of his vertigo is why certain stuff happens. They in the use movie. him for his vertigo use in certain for. things. So yeah. in that case, the vertigo wouldn't necessarily be the MacGuffin That's because true. it actually does play a part. If he did not have the vertigo, true, then stuff wouldn't have played out. True. Are we spoiling stuff? No. Y- yes. I don't. Okay. This is a well-known, wet, readily available movie, and at least now. Almost... This was a lost Hitchcock. Right. Along with Rear Window, Rope, The Man Who Knew Too Much, this, and one more. something something with Harry. What's the name of that? <laughs> something the matter with Harry. Harry and the Hendersons? No. It's like something's <laughs> the matter with Harry. The trouble with Harry. Ah. So not the movie about Bigfoot. From... <laughs> 56, yes, well 54, 56, 54, 55, 56, no, 48, 54, 56, 55, and 58, respectively. Ah, got it. Not respectively. I'm tired. I'm just saying words. We're just calling out years. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Oh, my God. All right. Well, let's just, uh, let's, let's, let's kinda... talk. Should we talk about it or do you want to talk about awards? Let's, let's know... do our our stuff and then we'll talk about it i was gonna say um no inflation yeah no inflation nation there's nothing really for that uh the film had been nominated for two oscars Mm -hmm. uh the and it did not win either one of them but it was nominated for best art direction set direction in black and white or color nice so this was around that period where they it sounds like they were starting to mesh mesh those two categories together and best sound was all that it was nominated for. Uh, it is in the National Film Registry. It was entered in 1989. Okay. So Sam Year's Wizard of Oz. Oh, Laws. wow. It's one of the first, <clears throat> yep. first ones. Yep. Okay. Um, I don't have... I was mean, Rear Window? Was that in the National Film Registry? I don't know. Oh, I can look that up while you do your section. Okay. Um, technology and like uh, like special effects. Again, we've discussed stuff like this. Movie relies heavily on map paintings. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bell tower sequence, the bell tower itself on the outside is entirely a map painting. Yeah. And it's really obvious to see that it's a map painting. Do you want to talk about um, the zoom out track in shot? I know we discussed it uh, briefly. The trombone shot, as it's also known. <laughs> uh, Rear Rindo was entered in the National Film Registry in 97. Oh, so really? Later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Spoiler, that kind of gave away my feelings on this movie. Um, yeah. Um, not this movie, my feelings on where these are placed on this Yes, list. which we are going to discuss that as well. Now that we've, we, this is our final Hitchcock film. Final Hitchcock. Final Jimmy, final Stewart, Jimmy Stewart movie. We got to discuss that. The fourth, third Hitchcock. Fourth Hitchcock. Fourth Hitchcock. Fifth Jimmy Stewart movie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, He's but got no, a pretty lengthy filmography on this list. The 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 trombone shot, the whole vertigo shot. Uh, we I know we briefly discussed this when we were doing uh, Jaws way 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 back when oh, because Spielberg okay. uses the exact same technique. Okay. Um, in the shot of uh, oh, I'm spacing on his character's name. Brody. 
Brody sitting on the beach. Yes, yeah, when, I know exactly when, what when you're he about. realizes the sharks in the yeah. water, and it's that mm-hmm. zoom in. Sh- it's on the and website. Then he pops up. Yep, <laughs> and he's like, um. <clears throat> um, an uncredited second unit cameraman invented that. His name is Ermin Roberts. And it's you've seen it before. I know. Like I said, we discussed it. It's the whole what they do is when they look down the mission stairwell yep. and it goes woo, and the ground seems to like stretch away, like yeah. the whole set stretches, yeah. and it's all because of the camera is moving, it's tracking in and zooming out, or I think in those shots, it's actually like it's actually moving away from the set, but then zooming in so that it give. But if you you had to do it at the right timing in order to achieve that smooth look, so it's very costs nineteen thousand dollars for a couple seconds of that for that shot. For that shot, mm-hmm. damn. Yeah. Well, it probably in nineteen fifty eight, it cost that much money. So. Well, hey, you don't I have can, to inflationation. I mean, I don't have any inflationation. Yeah. If you want, no, no, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. Um, so yeah, if, um, do you want? Do you want? Was there was there trivia things you wanted to tackle? On? Yeah, I was actually in trivia, and that was a trivia okay. thing. So, but I wanted to tie it into your stuff. That makes sense. Okay, so, yeah. so there is a twenty-five year air. Oh my God! Goodbye, everybody. 25 Goodbye. Twenty-five <laughs> year age difference between Kim Novak and Jimmy Stewart. He was forty-nine. She was twenty-four. Alfred Hitchcock later said that he believed Kim Novak was miscast and was the wrong actress for the part, and I don't think I disagree with him. No, I don't think I would. Not She's, very compelling in that this role. She looked pretty. But not as pretty as Grace Kelly does. But that's the thing, is like it's almost I mean, and it's it is a character that you could have you could that would have some depth to it, and she probably could have played it a little differently, but I don't know. I don't know how else I would see the the, the part. I don't know how how else that character could be portrayed. Yeah. Uh, Hitchcock was embittered at the critical and commercial failure of the film in 1958. He blamed this on Jimmy Stewart for looking too old to attract audiences anymore. Hitchcock never worked with Stewart, previously one of his favorite collaborators, again. Um, and I think we talked about on the North by Northwest episode how there was all this, like, fibbing going on right. about them not going into production with this movie and waiting for Jimmy Stewart to go into production on a movie so he didn't have to offer him the part because he was already tied up. Right, right. And he did that because I'm still reading that Jimmy Stewart biography. Um, And I just finished the part where they're filming Vertigo. He did it to help preserve their friendship and they were friends until uh, Hitchcock died. Interesting. So, I mean, I'm sure it was understandable, but... And this is the problem that Jimmy Stewart had a lot at this era was the... um, issue with the fact that he he got miscast a lot yeah throughout his whole life and after world war ii he got very gray and started looking much older than he actually because he's only 49 here he, he looks much look, older than 49 yeah. and i remember making that same comment in rear window it's like how old is he again he was younger then than he yeah, is now exactly and you can tell having watched rear window and now this movie especially because i just recently rewatched rear window for like the bajillionth time since i bought it at christmas <laughs> but it's it's a good movie hey, um <laughs> it's it's one of the digital copies I have, too. So it's one of the movies I have, like, stored in my iPad. Um, where was I going with this? Oh. I have no he, clue. He looked old. Yeah, he just looks much older. It's his hair. I don't know. It's something with his hair. So can we mention really quick that this movie was based upon a book? Yeah. Because I was not... I, I, I completely mm-hmm. spaced on that, which makes sense since Psycho was... Hey, you took French. You can t- say the, the title. Um. Oh, yeah. Good luck. Was that is that uh, L'entrée de Moore, Entrance of the Dead? 
Fr- see, sorry, from Among the Dead. See, Dantre, Dantre Lemore, Lemore, right? Lemore. So, which would make sense as to why one of the titles yeah. dealt with like Among the Dead and stuff like that is because it actually was a direct translation from the original book. Yeah. And yeah, the original book's story was flat out that that is the it is the plot. It's not adapted differently. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock wanted Vera Miles to play Judy. Okay. But then she got pregnant. There was also something in that biography about how they had a big falling out, and that's why she has a small part in Psycho because he got mad at her. Oh. I think for getting pregnant or something. There was so, like he was like obsessed with her or something like that. Um, oh, Hitchcock! Yeah, you silly bastard. Many critics attribute the film's failure to Jimmy Stewart, who was considered miscast as the romantic lead because he was too old. Here's the thing. Yeah, okay, he's the romantic lead, but his character that he portrays in this movie doesn't come across as a normal romantic lead. He comes off a little different. He comes off a little psychotic and kind of yeah. like very obsessive and I very don't like controlling. Him. I think I even said at one point in this movie, I don't like mean Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, because he gets like the last like... He gets real crazy. What, like the last like what, 20 minutes of the movie? He yeah. basically goes crazy. And I guess I guess I understand why and he realizes he was played and blah 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 and all that stuff. But still, he goes kind of batshit crazy for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weird. Oh, it actually filmed under the working title from Among the Dead. Okay. So. That's really all I have for trivia. It's a lot of just stuff. Okay. Stuff about, like, there's all Hitchcocky and stuff, like, symbolism with, you know, the way the women are dressed and their hair and blah, blah, blah. In fact, they're blonde and stuff like that. Okay, so here's something kind of funny. Okay. There's an alternate ending. A coda to the film was shot that showed Midge and Scotty at Midge's apartment listening to a radio report describing the pursuit of Gavin Elster across Europe. So, mm-hmm. the dude who hired him. Oh, to interrupt you real quick, this is one of the few Hitchcock movies where the killer is not brought to justice or, like, you know, taken into account for his crime. Punished. Okay. Not pun- He's not punished. Got it. That's right. That's true, because he's he gets Psycho, off the hook. he's in jail. Yeah. Rear window, they, uh, they, they do arrest him. Yeah. Yep. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's interesting to know. Um, rope, surprise, they... Get they, away with they, it? No, they... I oh, think they, they, they don't get away with it. They don't get away with it. Same thing with North by Northwest. They don't true. get... Yeah. Um, so, okay, so they're listening to the radio describing the pursuit of Gavin across Europe. Midge then switches the radio off. They share a drink and look out the window in silence. That's the end of it. Okay. So you hear that they're going after him. Mm-hmm. Contrary to reports that this scene was filmed to meet foreign censorship needs, this tag ending had originally been demanded by Jeffrey Sherlock of the U.S. Production Code mm. Administration, who had noted, it will, of course, be important that the indication that Elster will be brought back for a trial is sufficiently emphasized. So, yes, the censorship, the production code wanted him to so film that. So then I guess so that makes sense why we don't see Midge again. Because she was if supposed that was to supposed be in... to be there anyway, exactly. yeah, I guess that makes sense. Exactly. So, but uh, he apparently uh, Hitchcock succeeded in fending off the demands, huh. um, and had the alternate ending dropped. The footage was discovered in Los Angeles in '93 oh. and was added as an alternative ending on the Laserdisc release and later on the DVD releases. Okay, and I'm but sure now the Blu-ray. Release. I was I'm assuming it must be on the Blu-ray. I'll have to look that up because if I can find that clip, if I can find that clip, I'll throw that up on the website. Okay. Cuz that'd be kind of interesting, yeah, just, to, interesting just to see it. So, okay, let us um let's discuss the movie. Discuss. All right. So, we had had a discussion when we watched through a window about the fact that this is quite substantially higher on the list because Rear Window's in the 30s somewhere, I believe. I think I just had the list open and I closed it. Um 
Yeah, the rear window is number third. No, sorry, 48. It dropped six spots. Vertigo was number 61, is now number nine, went up 52 spots. And I disagree with that. That Vertigo got higher? That Vertigo should be higher. I personally feel that they should be flip-flopped. Oh, there we go. So, okay, cool. I would, um, see, and I would have to agree with this, because... As I'm trying to figure out why. I know First off, why. why is, okay, why is this on the... Let's discuss that. Why is okay. this on the list? It's on the list because of the storytelling. Okay. Because of the way the story is told. Not something we've seen before, really, especially mm-hmm. not on the list. Uh, well, maybe double indemnity a little bit. Anyway. Um... <laughs> I guess that's it. So it's strictly because of the storytelling? I think so. I mean, the visual effects in the movie are okay, so you yeah, can't... Yeah, I mean, there's I that one could, shot, but you can't jump it 56 spots because for that of a, one Because of a visual effects shot. You can't rely on technical. It can't be a technical reasoning. I think it's the how intriguing and creative the story was. Is it maybe do you think also because like we were just reading about him fend like Hitchcock fended off a lot of the stuff from the production code? Yeah. Like one of the I didn't I didn't read it, but one of the other things that they wanted him to do was tone down the erotic like imagery. Yeah, because there's a lot of underwear and lots of ladies not wearing upper (laughs) underwear. Ironically, there's a lot of underwear and a lot of lack lack of of underwear. underwear. (laughs) Like upper underwear. There's a lot of bras and a lot of lack of bras. Exactly. Put it that way. So do you think maybe that's it? And maybe the whole concept of like a woman helping a guy kill his wife. I wish I get that. I think it has to do probably with the whole how obsessive Jimmy Stewart's character gets. Because he starts as a normal a nor- good guy. Pretty normal, yeah, a normal you know, typical character for his, you know, filmography, if mm-hmm. you don't count like his westerns and stuff, which I haven't seen any of, so I can't speak to them yet. I'm working on it. Um, they're hard to come by. Yeah, they are. Like, digitally. I have to, like, get them, get them. Um... And then it shifts. It, it shifts very much so. His character shifts into into a gray area. Because his character, you can't argue that he becomes a bad guy. You also can't no, argue he doesn't, that... No, because he doesn't kill her on purpose. No, no. She falls out the window. Yeah. Win- which is, yeah, okay. So, guys, my one stuffing thing with Jeff is my was what I said is, holy crap, we really, really need to, to get a balcony. A railing. Yeah. <laughs> really got to put up a railing in this bitch. Osha is going to have a yeah, field day great. with those people. Um, in that bell tower. No, so it's like he never really becomes a bad guy, but he's also, he's definitely not good at the end. He's It's, it's the disturbed. ambiguity of his character, how disturbed he, it's all about that. It's about the character and the development of the character in not a positive way. Because normally when we talk about character development, we're talking right. about a character making improvements upon their weaknesses and their flaws. <clears throat> and they're a better person. And they're the a better end. person. This is definitely the exact opposite. So that's probably why. Because if we look at Rear Window. Yep. Because, this, yeah, this is the whole discussion. Yep. Like, I understand why it's on. I know why both the movies are on the list. Why are they where they are? Mm-hmm. Why is there such a gap? Why did this jump so much and Vertigo and Rear Window dropped? Why is Vertigo 56 spots higher and Rear Window dropped six spots? Right. I guess, okay, I personally did not find this story as compelling as Rear Window, but I also did not like Kim Novak's performance as much as I like Grace Kelly's performance. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to go with who had the more, if the okay, 
Jimmy Stewart's the main character in both these movies. My bias for Jimmy Stewart aside. Mm-hmm. The character development in Rear Window is much smaller right. and less complex than the character development in Vertigo. In Rear Window, he has a positive, I mean, somewhat positive character development. It's less about, because I... Ironically, he falls in both movies. He does. <laughs> After hanging off uh-huh. of a window or there's hanging off of something. There's a theory that... In Rear Window, the whole Thornwald murdering his wife thing is a MacGuffin, and it's more about Jimmy Stewart's, it's about Jeffrey's character's relationship with Lisa, his fear of intimacy, like if you're going to read in depth into it. This is more about... Just like a general obsession. Obsession, yeah. It's just about obsession, really. Yeah, and how obsession can go too far, because he is obsessed with the murder in Rear Window. right. Which, yes, which is, okay, so, okay, that's a really good point, then. So, Rear Window is an example of an obsession that... With an event that, that, as not as much a person. Right, and that's at a, that, that is a, a healthy level of obsession to a degree, yeah. because it's like, he saw, like, something yeah, he's is trying wrong. To help, he's trying like, to he's help. trying to bring someone to justice for what they did. Vertigo is the is an obsession to the extreme, because it's just like, no, that's That unhealthy. whole, like, last 45 minutes of the movie, when he, like... You know, finds who ends up, you Stalks know, Judy, her. who is essentially, who was the woman he had met from the first place, and that all gets explained in the movie. Mm-hmm. But he's, like, putting her in the same clothes and colors her hair, and it's creepy. Yeah. I do not like him in this movie. So, I mean, I guess. Is that maybe why it was a failure? Because this is it's not a, a Jimmy different Stewart. Jimmy Stewart than we're used to? And that, in the same vein, that might be why it's on as high on the list as it is, is because... It proves... It's a dip. If you look at all the movies on the list that he's in... Right. The only other kind of jerky player he... Or person he plays... I mean, Jeffries has his moments. Mm-hmm. But McCulley in Philadelphia Story yeah. is the second word. Like, like second least likable... like. <laughs> With with George with guy. George Bailey. George uh, Bailey. If we're on like the scale of good guy, bad guy, George Bailey is good. It's Jeffer- good. No, 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 no. Jefferson Smith. Uh, that's true. George Bailey. Because George does have George his George has his darkness. Yeah. Jefferson Smith. George Bailey. Macaulay Connor. Jeffries. And then uh, uh, Scotty. Scotty. That's awesome that we have a scale of Jimmy Stewart character. He's really... Okay. Talk about your thoughts. I'm going to look and see if there's anyone else on this list that has that many movies. So it's... And I'll agree with what we're saying. Yeah. It's it's very much so. It's... it's, I'm, I'm trying to like talk through why because again that's how we usually do this we, we briefly discuss stuff before we start recording but generally we don't because I want it recorded I want it to be on the show I want you guys to hear us talking about it as we're actually thinking about it um, Brando tr- has three <clears throat> he's got what a couple because it was it was a uh, uh, <sighs> streetcar named Desire and on the waterfront and, and Godfather. Godfather Humphrey's got a couple he's got Casablanca Treasure of the Sierra Madre and the African Queen but see a lot uh, you could argue with Treasure of the Sierra Madre, but a lot of those characters are very similar. Those guys, even Brando, those characters they're playing are kind of in the same vein. Um, Jack's got Chinatown. He was in uh, Easy Rider. Easy Rider. Chinatown, Easy Rider, Cuckoo's Nest. I think that's it, isn't it? I think that's it. If he's got in other ones, it's tiny little bit parts. So it's Um, Robert De Niro's in a couple. 
We have Robert De Niro. He's in Deer Hunter, Driver, Taxi Driver, Deer Godfather Hunter, 2. Godfather 2. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. So, you know, he's... He, but see, again, that's the thing. Harrison Ooh. Ford, Raiders, Star Wars, um, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. But see, you look at these movies... Oh, Goodfellas. De Niro's in Goodfellas, too. Oh, that's right. But, look at, but you look at those movies, and you look at the characters those people are playing, and they play... A fairly similar type of character. I use fairly mm-hmm. loosely. Yeah, no, I agree with there's, you. They have their own spectrum, but their spectrum is not one side of the coin to Dustin the complete Hoffman's opposite got side. Three Tootsie, Tootsie, all Graduate, and all the President's Men. And see, and again, like I see those all. That's all kind of. The oh, and same. Midnight Cowboy. Those are all kind of okay. So he might actually with Midnight Cowboy. Midnight Cowboy's uh, uh, Rizzo but is a still, little weird. Jimmy Stewart has. Five. No one's got that many, and, and he's and they're all in the top fifty. And they and those characters, right? Yeah, Rear Window. Nope. Sorry, Philadelphia, Philadelphia story. story was above. Philadelphia 50. story is in the bottom. No, but, it's not. Yeah, what? Wasn't that like fifty something? <laughs> as we as we research real quickly. No, Rear Window, Philadelphia story. It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. Mr. Smith goes to wa- sorry. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Then it's a Wonderful Life, and then, and then Vertigo. So they're all in the top fifty. All of his and Rear movies, Window's the lowest one. All of his movies are in the top fifty, and also his five films show five completely they're different, characters. morally different people. The two closest ones would be Jefferson Smith and, and uh, George, George Bailey. Bailey and right? to be fair, they're both Capra movies, and they're not that far apart. Right. Whereas, but then, and they're both they have the same like moral like message thing going on, right? So it's it's I don't I don't know I don't I don't I don't know if this movie is so high on the list because of the fact that there's not it's a happy so ending. Diff- yeah, it's there's no happy ending because Rear Window has a happy ending. Yeah, things get resolved at the end. I'm of going it. back now to Hitchcock. Rear Window's got a happy ending. Right. This movie North does not by have- Northwest has a. It has a happy ending. They end up in the train together. It has a resolved ending. Because they have sex. Yeah. Because the train true. goes into the tunnel. This doesn't have a resolved ending. No, there's no resolved Psycho ending. Psycho at least even has a resolved ending. Because at least the villain gets caught yeah. at the end of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. people are dead, but the villain got caught. Yeah. And that's good enough for an audience. Right, and he's and he's brought to justice. No one's really brought to justice in this movie. So do you think there's it's- no resolve on the ending? She's dead. Technically twice, yeah. kind of. But what happens to him now? See, no. Like, does he go crazy with the upset? Like, does the obsession drive him crazy? Does he just go back and hang out with Midge for the rest of his life? Like, what happens? Does he fall off the building? Yeah, does he fall off does the building? Because he, he kind of looks does like he... he's about to jump off the building. Like, does Vertigo kick in and he falls? If they had put, yeah, if they had put the ending in does he become obsessed with midge and try to make her, her? like this is just a recurring new, thing like does? carlotta madeline judy whatever you want to go with so maybe we just answered our own question that might legitimately be why and i agree i understand i still think they need to be flip i think i feel like i, I feel mm, like rear window i may take that back i see i'm I, conflicted i really enjoy rear window 
I wish Rear Window was higher, but then at the same time, I wish almost all of his movies were higher. But again, you can't complain that out of 100 movies of all time, he's in In the the top top 50. He's got five in the top 50. Right. So it's one of those where it's like... This is my least favorite of his movies, and I think it's because I like him the least in this. Because he's not Jimmy Stewart. And I maybe He's not Jimmy Stewart. He does not play Jimmy Stewart in this movie. He actually plays a different character that you are not... If you are a Jimmy Stewart fan and you went into this movie expecting Jimmy Stewart... You did not get right. Jimmy. St- you, you got didn't. Jimmy Stewart, and that's why I think he's he's. I don't think he looks. I don't think he's miscast because he's too old. No, I think he may have been thought of as miscast because he's not Jimmy Stewart. He's not Jimmy he Stewart. He is Jimmy Stewart in one, but scene. he's not Jimmy Stewart in the westerns either. And he had done all those Michael, not Michael Mann, but the Mann westerns before this. True. Winchester seventy three, but you and could, all those other. He had done Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Yes, you could argue that because those are westerns, you're able to forgive that because yeah. as a western. Jimmy Stewart's stereotypical character yeah. wouldn't necessarily fit real well, I guess, in the West. Because it's set in a different place. He's not an everyman like right. he is in these other ones. Right. And then even with like The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance, which mm-hmm. is on Netflix and I'm in the process of watching, he's still Jimmy Stewart yeah, in exactly. that movie. And that's the thing is like I, I wonder if that's not He's I, apparently a real badass in his Westerns. <clears throat> that that might we might have just honestly answered our question. That I think the reason why it's on this list is because of all those reasons. Why no 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 why it's on the list, why it's higher why it's and higher. why it moved so much. Because it's a movie that doesn't have an ending. It's a character, it's a movie that breaks a well known Hollywood actor's ar- like archetype for mm-hmm. archetype, stereotype, archetype archetype for yeah. characters that they portray. The bad guy does not get brought in at the end. You have no clue what happens to his this character. Is number okay i think part of the reason that we didn't maybe enjoy it as much is mm-hmm. because we knew what happened because like we said we both previously seen this film granted it had been a while mm-hmm. i just read the summary in the book i'm reading i so forgot that, she fell at the end oh see that, i just I read all this and so like nothing was a surprise to me anymore mm-hmm. and i think that may have taken away from our enjoyment of it so now that's true because i guess if you don't remember any of that and then the movie ends you would just you would have a gut reaction of what the hell why is that yeah it, that's it there's nothing mm-hmm. more like i remember crap. not liking this movie the, the first that. time i saw it because i had a different idea of what hitchcock was supposed to be yeah I and i that. don't think i followed it because i think we watched it across like three or four days and you can't do that with this movie it's well, too it, hard you know why because you forget what's happening it's a two-hour movie and they spend about an hour of him tailing her in his car yeah like that's a long she doesn't speak until film. like a third of the way into the movie. Yeah, and it's like that's a. I mean, he 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 drew out the suspense. He he kept you kind of wondering mm-hmm. what you were watching, like what's gonna happen because and it, it might very well have been kind of like a M Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan, Shyamalan Ding Dong, Shyamalan, Shyamalan. Yeah, that dude. It might be kind of like him where it's like he's been laying low for a while. He has been. Oh, last Airbender and. Yeah. Nobody cared. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, like I feel like because it's almost like a situation like him where everybody was kind of like Hitchcock. Oh, Hitchcock's going to come up with something. You know, it's going to be something that's going to happen in this yeah. movie. What's going to happen? And by him having that long sequence of him just tailing, you mm-hmm. kind of sit there. And even though nothing's happening, there's a building suspense of you kind of going, well, what's going to ha- Something's going to happen. Yeah. I know something's going to happen. What is it? I you, think. And you get that payoff halfway through the movie mm-hmm. when she dies. I regret reading where I read to in my book. I should have stopped. Because it spoiled it? Mm-hmm. It ruined my enjoyment of the movie because I, 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 if I had left it alone yep. and I wouldn't, I had not remembered what was going on in this movie. Right. I would have liked it better. 
I see. I, I I was intrigued by it. I do remember. It's not though, a bad movie, and I didn't dislike it. No, but not at all. And there's a lot I of like, like Rear Window better. There's obviously a lot of like deep symbolism and stuff like that. Like obviously the whole green thing. Mm-hmm. That's very you know. Yeah, and I didn't read. Oh, there's like a whole bunch in the spoiler section of the trivia on IMDb. If you want to go in and read it, there's a whole list of like symbolism and lighting changes and all the stuff and freedom and this and that. And, and it's very cool that they filmed it in San Francisco and like basically mm-hmm. it's a it's just like. It's a driving tour of San Francisco, yeah. circa 1958. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I was like I told you off here or off mic. There was uh, like a documentary or like a website years ago that I found where somebody had gone through and took pictures of those the filming locations as of then and yeah. how different everything's changed. So the movie is a really good prime example of what San Francisco used to be before just. Time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> time happened to it so like it, it's it's hard like there's there yeah. could be a lot of those factors that, mm-hmm. you know that are in- integrating into it if i had to bet i think it's because i think it's the breaking of jimmy stewart's archetype i archetype. So. I, I honestly i feel like that and the fact there's no ending there's not a conclusion to the movie i think this is the first time we've gone in with a th- different opinion than we came out with yeah that's true because, like, we finished the movie and I went, no, Rear Window should be higher. And now that we talked about it, this we, is a more innovative story. It's a different... It's different. Right. Now, between the two, I do... I would like Desert I would Island top five. Rear if window. I had to pick, I'd pick Rear Window I before would pick, I'd pick Vertigo. I would pick Rear Window before Vertigo. Just because Rear Window is a more enjoyable in the general sense of the word mm-hmm. you know just because it's kind of entertaining because of that whole world that was done yeah not just from a technical standpoint right but just a just the story is more, more pleasant of a story this is not a it pleasant has a story. happy ending our next know? movie should we segue oh we might as well okay because i think i think that's kind of that i think kinda, we've talked it, yeah. it yeah i think yeah we figured but out yes why. i we understand we now get it we agree where it is on the list, but Desert Island movie is going to be Rear Window, be rear window and not Vertigo. Or Vertigo, yeah. Just because that's more fun. Rear Window or Psycho. Oh. Now we're just doing Hitchcock and not Jimmy Stewart Hitchcock. Oh, damn. Mine is still Rear Window. Shocker, See? but... Yeah. And yours is going to be... Is yours Psycho? Mm. Or is yours Rear Window? See, there's something about Psycho that I just dig. I, I like the mystery behind it. I don't know, though, because Rear Window's fun, and Psycho's weird. And if I had to go Rear Window or The Birds? Would you do Birds over Rear Window? I don't know. I need to see Birds again. I've only seen it once. I do want to be Tippy Hedren from The Birds for Halloween one of these years, though. Buy a whole bunch of fake birds and yeah, crows uh-huh. and just attach them to your outfit. Yep, you get, like, a little hat and some white gloves and, like, a 50s-looking suit, and then you just attach birds to you. Good call. It's pretty sweet. I don't know. You know what? Honestly, I think I'm going to try that this next year. <laughs> I really am. Or this year. This I'm going to go as a giant bird. Oh, no, bird man. I could go as a giant bird and just follow you around. Okay. <laughs> like I'm... always be like four people uh-huh. behind you. Yes. There you go. <laughs> and so people that. are just like, what the hell? What the? What are you? Why are you a bird? About? No, I'm with her. What? Why? Why? Where was there a giant bird in the bird? <laughs> it's ever. <laughs> I could be bird man. 
Birdman. Anywho, anyway, yes. Speaking segue, of not feel good movies, not feel good movies. How long is that movie? Three hours and fifteen minutes. Oh goodness. That's why I said we have a pro. Jeff and I are trying to. We love you all, and we love doing this podcast. But we have some life events coming up in the next couple months. We need to try and get these in the bank. Yes. Banked in, released in the same order, released in the you know the time they're meant to. But we need to get these recorded so we can bank them so we can as life gets crazier. Yeah. Just planning on moving. I'm in the process of new jobs and whatnot. I have right. a job ending. I'll have job interviews for the new jobs that are coming open. Like, just life is getting a little crazy. And it will all happen right around, around the, the time, ending the end of, of this, this movie yeah. or of this podcast. So, our problem is, is that we've got Schindler's List, which is three <laughs> hours and 15 minutes long. <laughs> then we've got Lawrence of Arabia. Hold on. Lawrence of Arabia. Three hours and 36 minutes. Oh, goodness sakes. Thir- wait, three hours and 36? 36 minutes. And then Gone with the Wind, which is three hours and 58 minutes long. Four fucking hours. There's your explicit tag. Okay, this is not the Wizard of Oz episode. I know. Oh, my God. Four hours. That one actually. Gone with the Wind. Now, in, in all fairness, I do believe that runtime includes like a 25-minute intermission. It's a long intermission. Right. I remember that intermission legitimately being a long time, which, guess what? We're probably going to actually need the intermission to get up and walk around. Oh, my goodness. And I'm looking at the alternate run times. They only have like a six or seven minute wiggle room. They're all that long. They're all almost four hours. We're going to get excited when we get back to The Godfather. The Godfather is only two hours and 55 minutes long. Like, that would be like, Lawrence of Arabia is three. three They just get longer every time we go. Uh, so the director's cut of Lawrence of Arabia is even longer, which I will it's almost four. We minutes, will not be we long. will not be watching the director's no. cut. <laughs> no, Peter O'Toole's dead. So yeah, our next movie, Schindler's List, nineteen ninety three, <gasps> rated R with Voldemort. Yes, three hours and fifteen minutes of biography, drama, history. <laughs> It's good, it's good. I know, I it's know. Good. Hold on. In Poland during World War II, Oskar Schindler gradually becomes concerned for his Jewish workforce after witnessing their persecution by the Nazis. Directed by Steven Spielberg, starring ooh, Liam... Ooh, 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 ooh. Let me do it, let me do it, let me do it. It's starring Qui-Gon Jinn, uh, Voldemort, Gandhi. Uh... <laughs> I think that's all oh, That's you all can the main do. ones. That's all I can do quick enough. So, for those of you who are not being silly. Uh, I'm Liam trying Neeson, to make some I know. levity to Liam this. Neeson, Ray Fiennes, and Ben Kingsley. Oh my goodness, I'm trying to bring some levity to it. Uh, this is mostly mm. in black and white. I have never seen this movie. Uh, it is black and white except for a single thing. Yep, yeah, I know. What the single... We're not going to talk about it nope. yet. I've never seen this. <sighs> we watched it in high school. Colin will once. be here for this episode next week. Because we're doing it on Saturday. Well, we're going to be just a wreck when we go to our after thing. <laughs> That's why we're going to do it early in the day and then not think about it for the rest of the day. This is our last, like, downer movie. It's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, Gone with the I'm Wind doesn't end forward, happy. No, but... it doesn't. But I've seen Gone with the Wind. Yeah. I'm not... I'm looking forward to seeing it from a seeing the film perspective. I am not looking forward to it because I'm an emotional spongy person and it's going to make it's going to wreck me <laughs> Lindsay's spongy I am spongy <laughs> okay is mayonnaise an instrument <laughs> uh, hey Spongebob okay we are done quoting <laughs> Spongebob Squarepants <laughs> like the adults that we are well I look forward to uh, re-watching the Shindos list cause get ready to drink everybody I haven't seen that in about a decade <laughs> I've never seen it <laughs>
it's gonna be uh, it'll be interesting we'll um you'll you'll know you'll know our feelings on it when you know and that we've obviously that we've watched it when we start the podcast quiet and just <laughs> like <laughs> like very just to ourselves and there's no jokes and stuff yeah so it's just no all right well oh, with that it's all uphill from here i guess maybe at what point do we peak and start going back down again oh i don't know never is that, is that <laughs> singing in the rain Watch, no. I'll change my tune on singing. You will, and it'll be like, oh my gosh, no, M-O-G-ers. I, I still don't think I will, but... M-O-G-ers? I like that. <laughs> M-O-G-ers. Hey, I didn't cough for the whole episode. It's true, you also I didn't. was having a coughing fit a it's, lot. That is very true. We were coughing, that's why we... I have, like, windburn in my throat from running around in the cold yesterday. That's silly. Colin and I were racing to the car. We are being immature children. Good night, Radio Raheem. <laughs> Say goodnight, CK Dexter. Hi, then. Good night, Jimmy Stewart. Good night, Jimmy Stewart. My flights of ang- angels sing thee tie thy rest. Or, or bells ringing and wings Aww. and angels and clarins and books. This is his and... last movie. <sighs> For our list. Not his last movie ever. This is his last movie. In this nah. Our, his last movie was, I think, Five Look Goes West. <laughs> That's awesome. I think. It's either <laughs> Just American Taylor or was Five Little Goes West. He did a voiceover for it. Also, um, I know we tell people not to get off the boat, but I've been, as I said, I've been re-listening to old episodes, and we went through a period where we told people to don't get on a boat. Really? Because we had Sunrise, where there's a boat that sings, and then Titanic, the boat oh, sings. So it's yeah. just, don't get on a boat. Now it's don't get off the boat. Man. Okay, guys. New update. Never get, get on a boat. boat. Never get on a boat. If you do get on a boat, don't never get, get off, off the boat. boat. Okay. <laughs> That's the rules. Wow, I completely forgot we did that. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> well, at least you are re-listening. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Goodbye. everybody. Goodbye. Um, also, never go up to a bell tower where there's no, no railings. No, no railings. Just always make sure there's railings. So do you think that's a common occurrence? No. Do you think a lot of people just fall off that bell tower? Probably. But none was they there. put in a railing. She seemed like she was ready for somebody to be dead. Yeah, kind of. I mean, in reality, it happened, what, a month before? Yeah, I... Those really? nuns are suspicious. <laughs> suspicious nuns. Secretly underground, like, suicide pack nunnery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a thing. That's a thing. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. This has been a production of Ghost Hat Media, proud member of the Ghost Hat Network. Find them online at www.ghosthat.net. <laughs> I like the ending.